If you enjoy the show, share it with a friend. You can find us at facebook.com slash show, and you can visit our new home on the web at www.tracktune.com slash slipangle. You can also leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot. I'm Adam Jubay. And we're coming at you live <laughs> together for the first time in a couple weeks. No, it's been like a couple months almost. Has it been a couple months? Um, last show no, we, I think we, we recorded, recorded that show with Dave Pratt. That was I a think it was the last ago, show that we <laughs> were on together. Yeah, yeah you're that right. Was that was a couple ago. months ago. Yeah, a month and a half ago or so. Oh, man. Yeah, wow. it, uh, it's been a little while. <laughs> <laughs> you you were on the shows that I recorded from Hanumate, though. Yeah, there was a recording um, on a recording. Yeah, it was. I just played the phone directly. Into, it was perfect. <laughs> I think a lot mic. of people. I think a lot of people dug that. We might need to, to I, keep doing that. Yeah, I think the more the more uh, terrible we get at the professional aspects of this, the better. The more people like us. We just so. need to get our guests every time they're on. We need to get them to pre-record something, and then we can just shuffle them around, and they can do the intros. Or, or we could get really creative with editing and just clip their voices into you know single words like people do with George Bush clips. Yeah, we I could. Can, uh, that could be that could be fun. The the less That's editing more... that we have to do though, the more <laughs> likely we are to put shows out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of editing, um, you have how many shows backed up right now? You have, I think we uh, have four. I, I have one and you have three, I think. Yeah, assuming I can find them. Yeah. <laughs> Austin lost the shows. <laughs> In between the moves and everything, I have them backed up on a hard drive, uh, and they're still on the memory card, and I can't find either one. Yeah, good job with that. Yeah. And and, and there's some good ones. I, want, I, I haven't heard them, and you've been talking about them, and I want to Yeah, so we have, we have John Mueller, um, who was the NASA Spec Miata national director for like seven years. Uh, no, that's going to be an interesting And then we have Chris show. from Alpine Stars. And then we have yep. Matt D'Andrea, too. I can't find that show. Yeah. What, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure they'll turn up, or maybe they won't. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're just lost in the abyss. Yeah, well, they're probably in. Did you unload your pod from your move yet? I didn't unload. I paid somebody to unload. Oh, fancy man. Corporate yeah. lifestyles. Yeah, so for those of you listening that don't know... Uh, since the last time I was on live, I have moved from Atlanta to the L.A. area. Yeah, we. I think Brian and I mentioned it, and that was the only time we've talked about it on the show. Yeah, so um, might but, come uh, as a surprise, but... Yeah, so now you live even further away from me, but you live in a place I'd almost rather go. Um, although I do like Road Atlanta a lot, but uh, I seem to be getting there too much anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, that's yeah, coming up. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to Grid Life down there. We're going to hopefully record a bunch of shows there. I would hope. I think we can we can at least do four. I think we're going to be there for three nights. Yeah, so. and then this winter, I think you need to plan to fly out to LA for a weekend. That's uh, that's the idea. You uh, you have a place. Do you want to tell people where you live now or no? Uh, sure. I live um, in the South Bay area. Which when I first moved here, people were talking about South Bay. I'm like, why are you talking about Bay Area for? But yeah, nah. pretty much the area nah. between, well, I guess the area of L.A. on the coast 
between Malibu and Palos Verdes is called South Bay. Oh, okay. Or maybe between like LAX and Palos Verdes is called South Bay. Doesn't, so- doesn't sound like you know anything about where you live yet. Not really. <laughs> so I don't even have an air conditioner. <laughs> That's how nice the weather is, air- though. We don't even have an air conditioner. Because you don't need it? Yeah. So for like a couple weeks oh, out of the year, man. we might need to use fans. But yeah. the windows oh literally, gosh. since we moved in, the windows and the screen door have not been shut. They've just been open oh, the whole that's time. So rad. And there's no mosquitoes, what, so we don't really shut the screen door a whole lot. Yeah. So to, just tonight, I was outside. Uh, I was outside doing some brick, some some flagstone work on my. I built a new deck, and I'm doing a flagstone path around the side of it. Yeah, I saw those photos uh, you were, sent. It looks looks really nice, man. Uh, because uh, I spent a lot of work after work uh, in between the other works, and it's been a busy summer. It's been the busiest summer I've ever had. But, um, <laughs> the the mosquitoes uh, were unbelievable. It's ninety one degrees and it's dark outside. Um, and then I went in the garage. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to wrench a little bit. I'm going to check the car over because I'm going racing this weekend. Actually, oh, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to uh, the middle of Ohio. Oh, to the middle of Ohio, uh, to the mid Ohio. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go to uh, to mid Ohio for. Uh, SCCA IT Fest. So, oh, nice! That's this weekend. Um, yeah, that's that's this weekend. I, is it I decided, earlier uh, this year than it usually is? Uh, it's usually in August. I think it's usually one weekend later. Okay. But, um, the uh, yeah, I was outside. Like I'm, I'm in the garage, and I have an AC unit in the garage now. I cut a hole in my brick wall and put an AC unit because it's blazing hot all the time, and I hate my life when it's 92 degrees in the garage and 91 degrees outside, and. Uh, and I was going to record in there, but AC unit hadn't cooled the garage down yet because I'd only been going for ten minutes, and <laughs> and it was so loud that it was pick, it was you know picking up on the mic. So now I can't do that. And I'm uh. sitting in in my air conditioned house because it's too hot outside, and the weather here blows. And now you live in Perfectionville. <laughs> so, <laughs> sucks here, but that, that'll happen. Um, what uh, what floor do you live on of your building? Uh, we're on the second floor. No, oh, cool. no ocean view because we're actually we're right across the street from the beach. Okay. So to make to make things even better, yeah, no ocean like view, but it was all. the only it was the only um, unit that this apartment complex had open at the time. So we actually moved yeah. in. We got here on a Tuesday after driving across the country, and we moved in here on Friday. Did, so we looked at a couple different place places and landed on this one. Cool. Cool. You like the place? Oh, yeah. It's just a little one bed, one bath. It's like 647 square feet. That's perfection. So right we there, had man. to get rid of a lot, though. So since the last time we were on a live show, uh, you know, I, I packed up a lot of stuff, got rid of a lot of stuff. Because we moved essentially from what was, what was that, probably like four or 5,000 square feet? Yeah, you had the biggest house ever. Yeah, that house was gigantic. Atlanta. And I had the, <laughs> like, the hangar with all of my stuff yeah. in it, too. Three giant floors of house, yeah. a, big, a big, huge garage, a basement, and you had an airplane hangar full of Austin stuff. Right. And now you live in a bedroom. Right. We fit, <laughs> we fit everything in a 7x7x8 seven by seven by pod, uh, in addition yeah. to like the stuff I could fit on the roof of the wagon and a little U-Haul trailer and inside the wagon and inside Jessica's CX-5. Yeah. So down, you, uh, downsizing you... a lot. And uh, big news is that I think after I sell my car back to Volkswagen... I'm going to try yeah. and not own a car besides my wife's car for, uh, we'll see how long. Yeah. That if, well, you're going to keep your motorcycle, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I might start okay. collecting and, motorcycles. And... So a couple of weeks ago, I, I went out to, <laughs> I went out to San Bernardino, uh, with our, our yeah. buddy, Brandon Gonzalez, B1. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, who yeah, now Brandon races moved from Chicago. Yeah, so he moved yeah, out he, here he and got a here. job with Vance and Hines, and is now yep. in a different job, not with Vance and Hines, but with like a robotic welding company. Okay. Um, but he has gotten pretty big into motorcycles out here and races yeah. Sportsters. So they take 86 to 02 Sportster 1200s and How turn them the into flat track yeah. bikes. Yeah. Is it, and he's, is he only raced dirt or no? Yeah, it's, it's dirt. Sometimes they race, like I've seen videos from like Milwaukee and stuff. They'll race in the okay. winter, like at indoor, like convention centers and stuff on polished concrete. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But essentially <laughs> it's cool, these, man. it's these like 420 pound bikes that these guys are throwing sideways in the dirt at like 60 miles an hour. And it looks oh, like so dope. much fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun. It sounds and it's like broken cheap. legs. It's cheap. Remember the the episode we had with Ryan Lagesty on yeah. on like entry fees? That's what it's like. It's like sixty Super bucks. Super cheap entry fees. It's like sixty bucks. It, 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 is there purses to win and stuff? Uh, I don't know if they do purses or not. Um, Roland Sands actually. This class is called like the Hooligan Sportster class, and Roland okay. Sands, who like was a big professional motorcycle racer, and then now runs like a a company for like clothing and custom bikes and stuff okay. is the one that promotes it or started promoting it and it's starting to take off across the country. Cause you can buy an old, like beat up sportster for like two grand and then throw a thousand dollars of mods at it. And you have a bike that's ready to race. <laughs> that's right. It's crazy. Yeah. So, and yeah, if you that, do that's... it right, you can keep it street legal so I could still ride it to work. Like I have been. Yeah, and those are cool bikes too. I like sportsters. So I kind of, if I do it, I kind of want to try the uh, the ride the bike to the races, race it, and then ride home. I don't think anyone's ever really done that in that class before. What is, does Brandon tow his bike over there? Yeah, like I would just yeah. Most people like have tow rigs so or moto vans and truck. stuff like that. Yeah. Although yeah. it's surprising, you you need a lot less tow rig with a motorcycle than you do with a car. Yeah, you can just use, like, a Chevy Astro van. Yeah, or you can just rent a trailer from U-Haul or even buy one of those, like, folding trailers from, from yeah. or essentially an autocross tire trailer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you exactly. can put a motorcycle on it from Harbor Freight. Yep. So. How, uh, how, how are your batteries doing on your recorder? You didn't have any batteries. You were worried. No, it's looking good. We still got one bar, and it's green. Good, good. good. So. Um, well, if uh, are you telling anybody what you're doing for a living, or you want to keep that hidden so people don't bother you? Um, I mean, they can bother me, but I can't do anything. That's not my my current job. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I'm working for one of the larger turbo manufacturers uh, in a yeah. sales position to performance distributors. Cool. So yeah. Yeah. And, and now and now you want to turbocharge things? Yes. Uh, you were talking, so you were actually today I was talking about not looking at cars. But uh, yeah. a lot of downtime today was spent looking at turbo Miatas or Miatas to turbo. <laughs> I watched uh, I watched a, a, a Matt Farah one take on it with the turbo exo set, and the turbo noises uh, makes me want to fix my, my my hatchback. As soon yeah. as IT Fest is over this weekend, I'm fixing the hatchback. <laughs> it's in the garage, ready to work on. I gotta have turbo noises in my life again, man. Yeah, I, I think you do, and I kind of I, I don't love know turbo noises. Being around it all the time, I kind of want to. I want to. I want to figure out how to turbo my my supermoto that I've been riding. It's turbo um, updated. But we actually we we <laughs> provide turbos to a lot of different kit manufacturers both for cars and for yeah. motorcycles. So like I can yep. get a turbo kit for pretty much any Harley Davidson that I want. Uh, That's sweet. Yeah, so I could I, I could get I a think turbo uh, Harley. Craftworks. 
Craftworks makes a supercharger kit for uh, Harleys now too. I oh, think. really? Uh, yeah, I think so. We don't we don't talk about that stuff at work. <laughs> no, I believe that superchargers. <laughs> are, that's the bane. That's the bane of your existence right now. It's my okay. brother Maybe did a turbo. Uh, I want to. I want to. did a turbo on a bike one time. I want a dual charge one. I want a supercharged yeah, and turbo charge. Worse idea. That's an even worse idea. Sounds amazing. You have a six hundred square foot uh, apartment. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Actually, one of the guys at uh, at work runs uh, another podcast called Daily Turismo that I've seen like Bill Caswell's been on and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. he actually listened to one of the K Miata episodes because we were talking about it, okay. and he was like, "Oh, I've listened to a couple of those episodes." So that was yeah, pretty cool. It's but a, anyway, they run like pretty, a, a, sh- a rental. I, I've yeah, I've listened to that show too. Yeah. <laughs> They run a, a rental shop here where you can like join okay. as a member for like seventy five bucks and you have unlimited oh, cool. access. I've heard of those places. Yeah. So you have like unlimited access to be able to use the lift and stuff like that. Obviously they, they run it on like a Google calendar though, to where you have to like sign up for your time, but Yeah, you have to book a spot or something. Yeah. So and you know, cool. Lawson at, at AEM has always said that if I need to do anything I can use the lifts there. So Okay. Do they have like a full fab facility at AEM or no? Uh, not really a full fab facility, but they do have like a, I think there's like four or five lifts um, inside okay. their warehouse, which is which is pretty cool. We have a lift at work, um, yeah. but it's mainly used for work stuff. So yeah, like uh, prototyping or test yeah. fitting and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, my brother built a turbo kit for uh, is that for the Maxima. A... No, he well no he built one for a bike. I mean, um, okay, he's built a ton of turbo maxima kits uh in honda kits and stuff he and i did a lot of honda turbo charging 10 years ago before we were married um but yeah he built a bike turbo kit for 600 cc uh suzuki um and the hardest thing he tuned it with a uh, it was a tiny little little ram manifold he built and it had a tiny garrett turbo some sort of i think ball bearing turbo and uh gt12 or something yeah it was tiny yeah um, the hardest thing was actually tuning it because he had to find a motorcycle dyno because they, they tried street tuning it and it was just terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they were tuning with a dyno jet, I think, uh, power commander or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, most uh, of that power yeah. commander stuff is just like the VAFC is for Honda stuff. It really doesn't do yeah, a it, whole lot. Kind of a piggyback. Yeah. Just a piggyback that tunes whatever it, you choose it to tune. Yeah. It tricks, it uh, tricks the signal into thinking that it's running something else. Yeah, they they found a, a motorcycle dyno down south in Illinois, and the uh, thing ran really, really well. My buddy, my buddy Alfredo built it uh, with my brother, and they, he had it forever. His, it was with, fast. Does he have a brother named Fettuccini? Uh I think so. I think so. That's <laughs> the guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it ran like nines on a 600cc, which was pretty fast. And so it was stretched, you know, big, huge tire in the rear. Um but, uh, yeah, tuning, uh, he had Subaru injectors in it, I think, STI injectors or something. Hmm. It was like some ran- random injector that fit. But uh, tuning motorcycles, uh, yeah, that you can't street tune that. That's <laughs> That would be tough. Yeah. But super, turbocharging sounds sounds really dangerous. Yeah, it's, you, well, you can't ride two people on it. Like, are uh, you are you easily. supposed to do yeah. it in, like, first gear or second gear or third gear? Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't think there's any good way to do it. Full <laughs> throttle pulls in, like, third or fourth gear. I mean, you're doing 200 miles an hour. Yeah, we actually <laughs> tried to tune it on. You remember, were you ever at, at Pro Function's uh, old shop with the Dino Dynamics Dino? Um, not the A-Spec one, the one before that when they were down closer to you? 
Yeah, well, it was a little bit closer to me. It was right off of 355, but yeah, Mikey had Yeah, Alan, Alan called... Liang took me over there. There's some, some, rally, yeah. some rally guys are over there now. Yep, yeah, yeah. right next to there, yeah. Yeah. Um, he had, Mikey had a Dino Dynamics, which is like, uh, it's like a smaller roller dyno. We tried to strap the bike to that thing. It didn't, it didn't work real well. <laughs> we, had like, we had like 25 straps going on the thing, and, and the bike would like want to wander sideways. It. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I, I remember Mikey just shaking his head. <laughs> it did not work very well. <laughs> and then we found a motorcycle dyno only like, uh, it was probably closer to us than Mikey's dyno. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, turbo motorcycles are red. I, I'm kind of into those. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, since, since there's not a whole lot of curves on my five-mile commute to work, I'm kind of like, yeah. you know, maybe a Harley's not so bad. No, it wouldn't be terrible. That'd be fun. So I don't um, know. I just, something about it. it. It is really cool being able to lane split, though, and filter to the front of traffic. Yeah, I believe that. You feel, I feel like such a hooligan. I feel like I'm <laughs> not supposed to be doing it, but it's completely legal. Out, out there, it's totally legal. Do people mind or no? Uh, I mean, sometimes people actually, like, if you're splitting lanes, like moving up through traffic... People actually like pull yeah. over and give you a little bit extra space if they're paying attention. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And then you give them like a yeah, little wave, yeah. like a thank you. Yeah. That's but the problem the is sometimes when you're filtering at lights, you know, everyone stops and you go up to the front, but you don't yeah. want to get like too close to that front car. Yeah. Because once they go, you know, they're going to go. So you have to like pin the throttle, leaving away from every light to get out of everyone's way. Yeah. You want to be the first guy out of there. Huh? Yeah. So, yeah, I've never really ridden motorcycles in the street, and it's always kind of scared me. So be careful out there. Yeah, well, what's what's really annoying, though, is that since my bike's just a little 250, and since it's a supermoto, it sits really high off the ground, uh, it yeah. doesn't trigger lights. So if I'm the only person in the turn lane, I never get a turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I have to, like, go straight and pull around. And I can't get out of yeah. my parking garage at my apartment. So I just, the past couple of days, I've just been parking it on the street. Okay. Because you just find two cars and you just back it in between them, and that's your parking spot. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, so many um, benefits what, to riding a motorcycle in L.A. Yeah, I believe that. If uh, if you could stay out from underneath a bus or something, that's a great idea. Yeah, you just you can't be an idiot. <laughs> I'm just trying to jinx you, that's all. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what, so what else have you been doing this summer? We had Grid Life, and then we had Grid Life. Uh, we had two big events. And uh, Han, you, or you mean Grid Life and Hanamit? Well, you and I, you and I both did oh, Grid yeah. Life. Yeah, big Grid Life, and then we had Autobahn Grid Life. That was the last time I saw you was Autobahn Grid Life, but we didn't record a podcast because we were so tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we talked it about was it like a midnight. Lot, but... and we're, we're we're hanging out in my brother's garage. I'm like, yeah, we should do a show. Nah, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> on, so, on the way into, like, you rode with me to the track both days or three days or whatever, and and it was like. Yeah, we should really do a show. And they're like, <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> so for anybody that was so, at that event, think about how tired you were at the end of the event. Multiply it by yeah. two. That was Adam and I. And then decide to go to a Guns N' Roses concert. And that was yeah, Holly, was Chris, that and I. <laughs> how was that? It was pretty good. I mean, the yeah, I, 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 I passed think their, on my tickets. their show on Friday night was was supposed to be crazier. Um, yeah. you know, I, it was okay. I'm glad I went, but I wasn't that impressed. Uh, but okay. I had like a six o'clock flight the next morning. So we got out of there at like midnight, went and dropped yeah. Holly off at the hotel. And then Chris and I went and got like McDonald's at an Oasis. He dropped me off at the oh, airport geez. at like two security didn't open until like four thirty. 
Oh so my I goodness. slept on the floor for like two hours. In the in, in O'Hare or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So after being like yeah, you nasty, must have been really sweaty all day and then going to the concert, already not was, running uh, out a lot of sleep. That was a good event. I mean, it went really, really well. The Autobahn, that was the Grid Life Autobahn event. Yeah. Um, Autobahn Country Club in Joliet, Illinois, south of Chicago. Um, we had the, the Sunday was really packed with the car show and everything. It was pretty cool. So, yeah. I mean, there were tons um, and tons of people there. I don't know. Do we know what the final count was? Uh, I I haven't even even thought about that event since. What it was would you? Over. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the way this season's going, right? It's like, all right, get done with yeah. one. Don't think about it anymore. Yeah, that that event happened. Uh, hope Chris paid the bills. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it was a it was really smooth. Uh, you guys did a great job in grid. We had uh, it was it was a cool event because we ran all three configurations of that place. We ran uh, we ran what North Course and then Full Course uh, on Saturday, and then yep. we ran South Course on Sunday. Yep, but run until eight eight o'clock on uh, Saturday. That was it was cool. nice. We yeah, into, it was we really cool. until dark, pretty much like right up until dark. Yeah, I think um, there's a there's a photo on my personal Instagram, um, you yeah. know, of, of cars like driving into the sunset. All the drivers that were out that session said that it was like yeah. one of the coolest they things they've ever it. done on track. Yeah, I think that was that was time attack at the very end, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, we had to shorten that because the the track was like you need to shorten this because we're it's cloudy and we're running out of daylight yeah. real fast. <laughs> so the back of my it heels are sick. still recovering too from that event. So because I that? kept I kept riding that hoverboard around, and at first oh, yeah. I was like trying to step <laughs> off the the front of it, and it would like yeah. shoot forward and like catch my foot that just got off. So. Yeah, the uh, the hoverboards were out in full force. Uh, Chris bought a couple of cheap hoverboards and. Uh, I didn't even touch them things. That that looks like a recipe for a snapped uh, freaking neck to me, man. I can't touch that. I'm not <laughs> coordinated enough. <laughs> I'll stick to my bike with a big basket. So out yeah. here they have, I, they don't have hoverboards, but I well they do have hoverboards. I haven't seen them around a lot, but I've seen a lot of electric skateboards. Kind of like I got to ride that one yeah, at Grid yeah. Life, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, you, uh, you, at you, the May you, event, you were talking about that for like two more weeks. Yeah, but now yeah. my my ADD is kicking in, and like I've seen used electric motorcycles for sale now i'm like huh oh cool because as if paying like 562 for a gallon and a half of gas every like three weeks isn't cheap enough yeah i just need to get an electric bike you want you want to be able you want to have to pull a 200 foot extension cord down to your bike every day yeah that's pretty (laughs) much what it equates to yeah i need one of those like shop roll-up ones to where when i leave for the day i can just like yank it back and it'll just suck it all the way back up to the the porch (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Yeah. It sounds like you've thought this through. <laughs> oh, I have. Trust me. What What's your parking like at your house or at your apartment? So we actually, we have a, a two-story parking garage, like, under the, the all the units. Okay. Um, it comes with one spot. It's $150 for a second spot, which I have right now. Um, yeah. And then depending on what it's like, uh, you know, once we sell the Volkswagen back to Volkswagen, which is actually going to be a pretty pretty decent deal. Yeah. Um, which I kind of hate because I think the car is probably bound for the scrapper, but I don't or they know. might fix it and sell it. You never know. Yeah, but it'd just be nice not to have car payments anymore, especially now that I'm driving ten miles yeah. a day round trip. Which yeah. I used to drive almost that just to get to the interstate every day. Uh, yeah. You know, it Ridiculous. really doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I can I can have something yeah. old and unreliable, or, or many old and unreliable things if I have the space for them. Uh, is there any options like uh, in Chicago? They've got I think zip cars where you can just grab a car if you need it. 
Uh, there are, but nothing really around here. I mean, we'll still yeah, we'll, you can just we're gonna Jessica keep Jessica's car. car. Yeah. So Makes and sense. then for work, like if I have to drive and see see customers that are local, I have uh, a choice of a few cars I can check out. So oh, cool. I just need to get to work. Yeah. Yeah. So and um, I who knows when the weather cools down a little bit. I say that like it's hot right now. It's like seventy eight degrees outside. <laughs> um, but the humidity is actually kind of high, being that we're right by the beach. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's terrible. So yeah, absolutely yeah, I terrible. Man. I don't feel bad for you at all. <laughs> but I, I might like start cycling to work. <laughs> I'm just gonna live a. I'm yeah. gonna live a life on two wheels. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool, man. So we'll we, see. We, I really. You and I talk, we we got to keep you in race cars a little bit. And you and I talked about you potentially renting my CRX next year, which I, yeah, which you uh, did. You did recently, right? Yeah, just last weekend. So yeah, how'd that I, I wasn't go? Sure I was going to, it was good. It was fine. Um, it's like the only way to make money with a race car. Seriously, let somebody else use it. Yeah. The uh, a, fr- a friend of mine, uh, Mark. He he's been racing STL with me for a few years, and uh, his car was was using way too much oil, and he wanted to get the points uh, for the major trip at Road America. So, uh, Tall Kyle brought my car up to him at King Motorsports on Friday, and then he uh, thrashed it on Saturday, Sunday, and brought it back. And all he did was hurt the he hurt the lip. The lip cracked on him. But uh, it's just Lexan. It's not a big deal. So so he came and got the car. You didn't do like an arrive and drive for him? No, I didn't have time to get up there. He 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 told me like on Wednesday that he was going to do it. He talked to me on Tuesday. And then I'm like, yeah, I think it, it's fine. Like, And I went through it quick. I didn't have much time because I was building a deck and stuff. And uh, yeah, he uh, he confirmed Wednesday night that we were going to do it. So Thursday I went through the car. And then Friday Kyle brought it up to him first thing in the morning. Kyle brought it to him when he dropped his car off at King to get work done. Nice. Um, and then, uh, so Kyle doesn't work on Fridays usually. Right. And then he brought, Mark brought it back on Sunday. So came back in one piece. He, he even had King cause King was crewing for him too. So King Motorsports crewed my POS CRX last weekend. Nice. (laughs) They were probably like, man, we're slumming it here. Yeah, they, they were, they were slumming it big time. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, they went through and changed some alignment stuff. So I'm going to play with a different setup. I'm going to play with uh, the setup they said. Uh, nice. They, they stood up. They stood up the rear tires a little bit. Take some camber out. Um, they didn't play with the sway bar. So essentially, um, you you rented your car out and made money and got a free alignment. Well, I do my own alignments. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, like they, you got a tweaked alignment, a king spec alignment. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see first session this weekend how it feels. So now was um, it did it keep raising a, a rear wheel on him? Oh, I'm sure it did. It does yeah. that for everybody. Yeah, you look at you look at that th- like you you look at that thing wrong, and it like raises the wheel and pees <laughs> a little bit. On you. The 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 car uh, I, I I weighed it. Um, I've been running it with no weight at at our track days, you know, because why put weight in for track days? The minimum weight the race weight is 2,025 with me in it, you know. Right. Um, and I weighed it empty and with almost no gas on Wednesday night, and it's 1,780 pounds. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's so light. Yeah, so I, I added, like, 90 pounds for Mark. And oh, I probably man. Gotta, I'm, like, 30 pounds heavier than him, so I'm probably going to pull one of the stacks of weights out for this so weekend. So all those lap times at Gingerman don't count. It's like, they're, like, 40 pounds light, maybe. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the car the car definitely got faster this year, even though I took the good trans out um, because the diff wore out. It's it's just got rebuilt, so it should be shipping back to me next week. But I'm going to put that in my next shell, which I'm probably going to start building this week. Nice. So, so did you uh, decide to abandon the plans for uh, for runoffs? 
Uh, yeah, I did. Ah. Life and grid life and life. So, um, yeah, the, uh, like all the ma- I had to do three majors events uh, in order to qualify. You know, which wouldn't have been a problem if I had done more of them in the in the winter time because you can drive to like Florida and do them in like January. Right. Um, I did the one in March, so I thought oh, I got a good head start. I just got to do two more, and they're all like a week a week away from one of our events and it's just too much with work and family. So. Now for those, do you have to run your own car or is it just you as a driver that counts? So you could like rent a car. No, just you as a driver. Yeah, do so you have Mark's to compete in own... that class though? Or do you just have to have SCCA yes. races? No, you have to compete in that class. Okay. Um, the, the way they determine entry is, uh, you can do the regional or the majors path. They have like majors, which are like the national tour of races and then regionals, which are just, you know, the same race every year with just the regional guys, you know, um, like IT Fest this weekend is a regional race. It's the Ohio Valley region puts it on, and it's just regional points. Um, so you can qualify with regionals. you got to do four events, and you have to, I think, in your region, you have to score, like, in the top three. Um, and in majors, you have to score in, you get points per finish, you know, like first place is 25, then, like, 10th place is, like, five points or something like that. Um, but you have to score in the upper 50 percentile of the previous year. So, um, so I would, I would have needed like 30 points, which wouldn't have been hard to get, um, if I did the three events yet. And you have to do three majors events and score in the upper 50th percentile from the year before points wise. So there's like a, there's like a bogey, there's like a point that you have to make, you know, you can't be like fifth, you can't be 15th place three times in a row. You won't have points, you know? Okay. But, uh, you, you win one race or you get like top, even in the top five, um, it's, it's not a problem then, you know? Right, but uh, it's so just you can you can win you can win just one race and you could qualify. Uh, well, you still have to do three. You have to finish three races and okay. turn a wheel in three race weekends. Okay, three majors weekends. But uh, one race gets twenty five points, and I think the for for STL the points you needed was like thirty three this year or something like that. Oh, that's not bad. Thirty three or higher. So like you, if you won one and then just finished three more in the top ten, you'd be there. But huh. Um, I think I got fifth or sixth in Atlanta in just one race. I had 13 points, you know, so you could just find a region where there's not that many STL cars. You could. Yeah. Like if, you know, I, I would have done fine if I had had time to get to a couple of majors races here. I would have been in the top three or four at Gingerman. I would have been in the top three or four at Grattan next weekend. Wouldn't have been too much of a problem. Well, I don't know, man. I might have a, a spare parking spot available soon. You can just keep a car out here. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the uh, STL is pretty weak out in uh, in California still. I think. Well, there you There's go, man. There you go. You could get like guys, yeah, you could be one of two. At uh, Oscar Jackson Jr. would just kick my butt, and Andre Hartanto would kick my butt every weekend. So I could finish <laughs> third every weekend. Is Andre still running uh, STL right now? Uh, yeah, he just he's in the middle of developing a car. I guess he's coming to Ohio. What's so. he What's he building? Uh, he built a, for this year, he built a B16 Integra, I think. Okay. Back with, to his front-wheel uh, drive roots, huh? Yeah, he, I think he sold B16 his. B16 Integra, won, that thing's got to be super light. Yeah, 2,140, I think, is the weight for a 1.6. Okay. But uh, I think he's got Penske shocks and all the fancy yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's Andre. I mean, what do you yeah. what do you expect? Yeah, he, he won STU a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, and, and that S2000. Yeah, his uh, I think it was a was that a Grand Am car? What did he race in? Uh, he raced it not in Grand Am. I think it was like uh, the Himsa. U.S. Touring Car Championship. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, which is kind of like NASA's yeah. like Pirelli World Challenge, I think. Yeah, 
He so. actually uh, he he asked me a few years ago. Uh, he, he put something out on Facebook about renting a car for a NASA event to just learn Road America. Yeah. And I almost rented with him that weekend. That was yeah. That that's when that was. I think that was last season when he was racing with Beamer World. Yeah, last season of the year before. I can't remember. Yeah, my car had just I, like I had just gotten NASA logbook in it. Okay. So. Yeah, but, he actually uh, um, that S two thousand that he had, I think, went down to like a complete bare shell, and then they caged it. CT engineering caged it, and then they yeah. painted the whole thing. Now, he had the I forget what sequential trans he had in it, but it had like a like nine thousand dollar gearbox in it. Yeah, um, STU's it, got you're yeah. allowed to do crazy stuff in STU. Yeah. And I think that year he won, he was racing against uh, Rylan Hazleton uh, in another S2000 that Driving Ambition had prepared. And same thing, yeah, like yeah. stripped it all the way down. Yeah, crazy build. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Laguna Seca had uh, a pretty good count in STU, which is, it's, it's still kind of a growing class because it's like the almost unlimited kind of class for, that's, that's the other class that uh, I'm on the board for, STL and STU. Oh, I didn't know you were on the and, board for STU too. Yeah, it's the, it, just the ST committee. The same same so. rules, just different. Uh, I guess just different yeah. modifiers and, and limits. Ba- yeah, basically it's uh, three liter and under. I believe three point two liter. I'm blanking okay. right now, but uh, yeah, it's bigger motors, you know, up to six cylinders and two forty five tires and a bunch more mods. So like you can do suspension. I was thinking about relocation this. And, like this time last year, I think you were asking me, or it might have been a little earlier. You were asking me about what an FRS could make on E eighty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that for yeah. Oscar yeah. Jackson Jr. at the time? No, that was uh, because the, the club racing board wanted to get that motor into, because it's a 2-liter, so 2-liter okay. and under is the STL limit, 2-liter right. and less. And, uh, but they it's wanted a 12 to 1. Yeah, they wanted to get it an STL with a stock motor, okay. um, even though our compression limit is 11 to 1. Right. Um, and so we had a ton of letters about that because it's a popular car, you know. And uh, but it's the compression is too big and the cam lift was too big, um, so they were really pushing you know to figure out how much power these things can make and we wanted to give them a high weight to start with because we don't want it to be a, a dominator right out of the, right out of the gate because it's got too much compression already it's got too big of cams right so it was getting its, it was getting its own spec line pretty much like you can do this so basically you can't do anything to it um, you can do uh, like you know. Just a tune and an intake and exhaust. So, so just essentially like a restricted um, prep car, like for Honda Challenge. Yeah, yeah. It, it's basically a stock motor. You can do anything suspension wise and stuff, but it get, it comes in heavier. I think it starts at like twenty nine hundred pounds. It's pretty okay. heavy. Okay. Like it's it's probably still too heavy for STL, but they have to start somewhere. We and we want to start as a dominator. Right. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, it, uh, that's why I was asking you, like, what do those things make with the tune? You know, with fuel and. Um, but yeah, the, uh, STL has been a changing class this year because, because of things like that with spec lines and, you know, things getting, you know, changed around from the corp, the, the original rules, which were just, you know, base it on the, on the size of the engine, base it on this, com- you can do this much compression, you do this much cam. And now they've got like the, the things that they, that people wanted to bring in the club board wanted to bring it in and stuff like that. You know, it, right. uh, it, make, it makes it kind of a pain to balance, but, uh, it, it's still pretty pretty popular class, like second or third most popular class, I think, besides Spec Racer Ford and Spec Miata. And Spec third, Miata, yeah. Third most popular. So probably be a lot of them at runoffs this year. But yeah, that'll yeah, be that'll so. be really cool to watch. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, and uh, uh, with this job, I don't think I'm going to make uh, either either championship events this year for SCCA or yeah, NASA. Now, now you've got a real job and you've got things to do. Yeah, I got to go to work uh, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's how's your battery life on your recorder now? Are you still recording things? Yeah, it looks pretty good. We're like 35 I minutes mean. in. Yeah. Um, what uh, what are you doing this weekend? So this weekend, there's a chance that me and the marketing guy from the company that I'm working for are going to head out to Fontana to 8-6 Fest. Okay. Um, so it's cool. all the FRS, BRZ stuff, and then the old AE86, Haichi Roku okay. stuff. Is so, that, uh, is that a, like a track day and car show kind of thing? Or? Yeah. So it's, uh, I think it's on Saturday. It's a track day okay. car show. And then there's also a global time attack, like pro-am event that really? weekend okay. too there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Fontana, Fontana is a little bit of a haul for me here at the beach. It's probably like an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, don't they call that um, Fontucky out there? Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty rough. The first time I went there, I was with Brian Gillespie. Okay. Um, for for FF Battle. Yeah. Uh, when they had just finished Carter's car and was out there, and we stayed in a hotel that was a little uh, a little sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> like was, it, uh, did they, it it looks did they like hit? it looks like the seedier parts of Joliet, Illinois. Yeah, that's not the worst place. It's not the best place. <laughs> yeah, well, that's about how it was. It wasn't. It's like Kentucky. It's not the best place. It's not the worst place. Yeah. So was Kentucky's uh, perfect? The uh, was that Carter's uh, wide body DA or no? It wasn't wide body at the time, but yeah, it was still the okay. DA. Yeah, did I tell you I drove that car? No, how was it? Oh, it's so rad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we made a video for uh, VTech Academy, and it should be out one of these days. But nice. Um, I did a show with Brian on Friday night uh, of Hanamit. Yeah, that came and out. We were, uh, you put that out like right after, didn't you? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, and we were talking about that car. And then the next day um, or that night, he was like, hey, uh, I want to make a video. And I want you to drive the car because Carter doesn't know this track. And he's still learning the car. I think Carter's only done half a dozen track days with it. Yeah. Um, and it's got you know pretty good horsepower, big motor. Um, and big old front tires, but they're street tires that like 340 tread wear. Or something yeah, they're like that. the Continental DWs that they had to run at FF Battle. Yeah, or maybe the, the Continentals are Coopers or something. I don't remember. Because I, I caught a um, I caught a glimpse of that car in Oklahoma on the way out here. Yeah, you, you saw them on the way out, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So we, we made this little video, and I'm I'm thinking, well, this is interesting. Like uh, pulling through the paddock, and it's kind of heavy steering because it's like 285s in the front. Um, manual, manual steering. What, and, like 255s uh, in the rear, I think? I think it was 225s. 225s? Okay. Um, like a really big stagger. Um, and, and so I, I had my gloves on, which was the only problem. I should have just had bare hands because he had like a really polished leather steering wheel. Mm. Um, and I had to hold, with the two, 285s and all that big torque steer, I had to hold the wheel so hard. <laughs> um, like, like it, the wheel wanted to jump out of my hands. Uh, coming out of 10 uh, under the back straightaway of Gingerman, you know, there's like the slight kink when you... When uh, you crest the hill? Eight. Yeah. Yeah, when you crest the hill. And I was like shifting gears right there, and the car like wanted to jump into the grass so bad. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of... Did like, you put the like, AIM Solo in it? Uh, no, I didn't. I totally no. forgot. I got uh, in the car, got belted in. Uh, but we were running with... Uh, we were running... We we entered the track with um, Scott Wolferth, who was running Time Attack, and he was running like dead nuts, reliable 144s, 145s all day. Mm-hmm. And we 
way we're gone. Is that away the from. S2000? So it lo- yeah, it's a wrapped S2000. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's an auto, STR autocross car, I think. Yeah. Um, and we we walked away from it. So it was running low 140s the first time out. It really had pretty good balance, too. Like, it felt like it had a lot of grip. The tires went away after about three or four laps. Um, it had a lot of grip at first for that tread wear, you know. But, uh, yeah, the uh, the car was pretty balanced. The back end would come around like you want it to, and, and it was totally catchable. Um, yeah, with a crazy diff and some Hoosiers, that thing would be insane. You'd need power steering yeah. because you couldn't steer it. It was it would be too much, but it was it was, it was really fun. Oh, I, bet, <laughs> I totally man. enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I totally really wish it. I could have made that event, but that was literally the first weekend that we were here in California. Yeah, you you had just gotten there. Yeah, but it was a honey. It was a good event. It went really really smooth. So. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I want to get this big grid life in Atlanta done with, uh, and, uh, and then I can move on with life. I can't wait, man. I'm about to book my flights. Yeah. When, uh, what so, day are you coming out? I'm going to come in. I'm going to take a real late flight on Thursday and then okay. work from the hotel part of Friday or from the track part of Friday. Um, okay. then hopefully we'll have our instructor meeting get together Friday night and then Saturday, yep. Sunday, and then I'm going to take a red eye back on sunday cool. luckily with the time change if i leave there at like seven i get back here at like yeah. 11 so i can get to bed at yeah, a normal time much. and be back in the office at eight on monday yeah well, back to normal life to come, uh, anybody want to come go to grid.life and buy some spots we still got some advanced and time attack spots available so. a couple instructor spots too you can email instructors at grid.life uh if you would like yep. to instruct yeah, we uh, the more instructors we get, we can probably add a few more beginners too. I think we only have like thirty beginners, and that track can easily hold like thirty-five. Yeah, so, um, so I'm I'm looking a, forward to, to it, man. Instructors should should be a fun one. But all the billboards just got put up. Yeah, I know five billboards in Atlanta. It's yeah, it's, weird. It's insane. <laughs> we got Waka Flock of Flame coming. Andrew WK. Yeah, I, I've heard his name. I don't really know his songs, but yeah. everybody else seems to. The music lineup's pretty pretty awesome. The drift lineup's yeah. awesome. It's it's just going to be such a good yeah. event. Yeah, all the, like every big pro drifter. So, I did. I picked um, out. I found a trick though. You know how I was carrying my backpack around a lot at uh, at Gridlife Autobahn. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was telling me that you can put ice packs in your backpack so it keeps your back nice and cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, I might have to do that. It's like a cool suit. Have uh, Have you ever actually used a cool suit or no? I have not. It uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I bet <laughs> they totally, they as totally a, work. As opposed to a warm suit. Yeah, we we built our own for our lemons car. Um, yeah, I'm gonna bring my truck back right now, so you might hear the loud Cummins for a few minutes. Um, I was babysitting my wife or my uh, daughter while she was sleeping. Babysitting your wife. Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife had to run back to work, so I was working in the yard and. Uh, my truck is still here, so i got to run that home. Ah. But, uh, yeah, the, a cool suit. We built one for our Lemons car out of, like, a Coleman cooler and, like, a bilge pump for a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sister-in-law, Allison, who does uh, – her and my brother do all the timing and scoring for Grid Life. And uh, she does a lot of vinyl graphics and stuff. Uh, she bought – they bought, like, some Hanes, like, uh, you know, wife beater style T-shirts, you know, like the heavy-duty ones. Um and they just sewed like quarter inch piping uh, all through them, and you just throw that on, uh, and then put your racing suit on over top of it, and then you flick the bilge pump on on and off, and it, it gets so cold so fast. Yeah. Uh, oh, that like, reminds like it, me. 
Keep going. Sorry. Uh, it. Uh, I have to start my truck. I had to reach under the dash because I have a push button start. Now. Ah. Too many cords. Too yeah. Many cords in my hands. So that reminds me. Apparently, Robert at Driving Impressions just messaged me like last week. Apparently, there's like a cool suit balaclava now. Really? That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. yeah. You, if you suck a lot of heat out of your head and your neck, you'd feel pretty good. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in one of those, go hit up Robert over at Driving Impressions or or uh, who is it? Eric. Eric Call. Oh yeah, that's him. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know he worked there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. he, he's one of the. Is he one of the guys that started that uh, HPDRE? Yeah. Yeah, high performance driving and racing enthusiasts or something. It yep. shows up my Facebook feed about every seven minutes. So, or you know, you can probably get it from anywhere. You can get cool suit stuff as well. Yeah. So I think it's cool that suit would, that's branded. That's a great idea. I'm pretty sure it's cool suit branded. I, I wonder if you can plumb that in line with like a shirt. Um, I think I think it's designed to work as a like as a system. Yeah, if because uh, they've got basically they've got two quick disconnect fittings on the shirt, you know. Um, my brother used something he found at Home at yeah, Menards or Home Depot. I'm sure you could just but, route it in line and have it flow. Yeah, if, yeah. if that worked, that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, the, the I think I think on like our fourth or fifth podcast, I talked about the time that I got sick racing. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and it was pretty, like 100 degrees at Autobahn. I'm pretty sure that it's a, a balaclava. Okay. I read right. the note very quickly. But yeah, even if it was just around your neck or something, your your head gets hot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, like the the time I got sickest racing was you know, I hadn't slept at all. I had eaten like crap, and the cool suit it was super hot. And the cool suit worked for like five minutes, and when you put the cool suit on, it's like it's so nice. Like for, like, for the first ten seconds, it it like almost hurts. It's so cold, <laughs> and, and I like one of our fittings had came loose, and so it was pretty soon I was just sitting in a puddle. And I'm overheating, and it was terrible. But the cool suit probably would have kept me from getting sick there <laughs> if it hadn't uh, if it hadn't failed. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, those things are awesome, man. I'm, uh, I'm I haven't put one in my sprint race car yet, my SCCA car, but uh, I've got it down to weight. I've got it down under weight enough where I probably got the weight. You know, I could add it. So I wonder what uh, you know what number you can put on. You know your your mental capacity with a cool suit and without. It's, it's it it, it literally just it it changes your entire mentality when you get like a hot hot race. You know, um, for a sprint race, it's probably not the end of the world to just you know bite the bullet and get hot and sweat it out. Um, but if it's over ninety, it it changes the way you drive. Like it's a big deal. Yeah, um, <laughs> I totally, can imagine totally changing. Yeah, I mean, you're so much more comfortable, focused. Yeah, yeah, so much more comfortable. Totally night and day. Like it, it, ninety degrees in a car for like three hours during like a lemons race or an enduro is terrible. Probably miserable. Yeah, it's totally terrible. Um, But uh, yeah, when you've got a cool suit, it it's uh, it's the difference between awful and like kind of like it's a sixty-five degree track day. Like you still get sweaty and you're all wet. But you don't have yeah. that, that sensation of just burning alive inside, you know. I think that's what, what yeah. Pat Reyes was going to do in his S2000, too, because he pulled out all the AC, but he still street drives okay. it to events. So for a long time, yeah, he just, was talking just about just getting cool a cool suit and driving to, the, to and from the track on it. That would work. So I think, was it, I, I just heard somebody did that. I think it might have been Matt Farah talking about some rally they did. Yeah, yeah, I think they, they talked about that on the Smoking Tire podcast. 
Yeah, that's it's so, it's a great idea. It would totally work. Like, yeah, it, it, it's better than AC. It's almost better, but um, but you got to wear the thing like right on your skin. You can't wear it like a jacket. I guess if you had an entire jacket that was filled with ice water, you'd be cold. But yeah, um, yeah, if you wear it like an undershirt, it's better. So. Well, no, that's when you do what I, uh, I think I might have said it on the show before, what we used to do in, in the Jeep days. You know, Jeeps have holes in the floorboard, so you get a bag of ice and oh. you, you <laughs> empty it down yeah. into the floorboard, and then all the air going underneath the Jeep comes up through the holes, sends all the yep. nice cold, ice cold air, literally ice cold, into, yeah. you know, up your shorts, and it feels really nice. In, in most Lemons cars, they've already got the holes, uh, so that's a plus. Yeah. But, uh, but you can't wet the track down. Yeah. <laughs> so. I tried to wet the track down uh, in a Lemons race one time, but I couldn't get... With uh, urine. My, I With urine. Zip, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get my zipper down through the, <laughs> through the harnesses. <laughs> nice. So I yeah. think, what, in, in February, were you still hoping on planning on coming out to NorCal for the rally, the Driving While Awesome rally? Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, if cool. You can yeah, find... we can we can get Joe Fratoni to come out with us. Yeah, yeah, Joe, who was on the show with me at Honda Meet. Yeah, we should just um, take his truck on the rally. I don't, we could just follow them and not even tell them we're going to be on the rally. <laughs> yeah, right. Just keep. Oh, just fancy seeing them. you guys here. Oh, hey guys, how's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you could do it because um, they don't know what you look like. Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I've really I think Lane, so down here. Lane, down here, there's been, like, what? tons of camper vans and stuff around because you can park yeah, on the yeah, street yeah. here, like, you know, for up to 72 hours straight. And so okay. I keep seeing them everywhere. I'm like, man, that would be so nice to have. Yeah, a sportsmobile kind of thing or camper van. Yeah. Or... I tried to get Jessica to live in a van for a little bit, <laughs> you know, just so yeah. we don't have to pay the outrageous rent. You know, we could just bank all that money. Uh, yep. She was not a fan. No, no it's, it'd probably be fun for like a week. And then, what, dude, it would be fun. It, it would be fun for a lifetime. <laughs> By yourself. Well, it just it just forces you not to spend because time she, at home because literally yeah. it's just a place that you sleep. Fun for a lifetime by yourself because she left you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the apartment you have probably isn't much bigger than like a large RV. But. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, but you got to you, you got probably got to pay RV dues and you can't get a uh, you know if you're going to park it somewhere. And Trust me, it's still it's still parking. cheaper it's still cheaper than rent. Yeah, I, I believe that. You like it's like a moderately RV. clean CRX every month. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so you could like you buy 3 of my houses yeah. like, every month. So so the yeah. whole the whole like only riding a motorcycle and maybe just a bicycle around isn't necessarily yeah. by choice. It's more by necessity because rent is so high. Yeah. And, and it's just, that, it's possible uh, to be able to do. Get rid of that payment to Volkswagen of America or whatever. That'd probably help. Yeah. We've talked about selling Jessica's car too and buying something, um, you know, because maybe like a Jeep or something, just an older Jeep. It's yeah, got to be, be it's got to be automatic though. So whatever it is, it's got to be automatic. Get a four liter auto Jeep. Those are sweet, man. Yeah. It wouldn't be too bad. But I, I yeah, auto, we gotta get at least the six cylinder because I want to drive it out into the mountains and stuff and throw a yeah, lift. The, on. I can't leave lead, anything alone. The four liter straight six is a sweet motor. It's a good yeah. motor. Yeah. So um, I had three different Jeeps with that motor. Yeah. yeah. And ran ran the wonderfully. Fir the first one you had that you rolled real bad. Yeah, that was actually a four point two. So it was the older. Okay. It was a two fifty eight cubic inch with a oh, yeah, crappy yeah, yeah. Carter carb. 
that actually yep. some of the emissions control stuff was like hooked to the catalytic converter and routed yeah. back up, you know, into like set in like right by the jet. So it would burn anything off. Well, the cat started yeah. falling apart. And so it if you really when I whenever I off roaded it and I was up on the rev limiter and stuff, uh, it would actually yeah. send a lot of material from the cat back up and clog the jets. So I have to get like <laughs> compressed air and rev the crap out of it and, you know, take the air cleaner assembly off and shoot compressed Blast air down to the jets to clean it out. Yeah. So I, I got to be a pro yeah. at that. I used to have to do it like two or three times a week before I'd like go like to a, school because I'd wheel it during the week. Was that a like a Carter AFB or something like that? I don't even know, man. I just knew I wanted to get rid of it and put like that, a that Weber on like, there. They put that carb. That was like a twi- I think the OEMs. I read somewhere that the that the OEMs bought that Carter carb for twelve dollars or something. And oh, that I, was why I fuel, believe it. It was cr- it was crap. That, that was why fuel injection like didn't come around for so long because carbs were so cheap for a while. <laughs> yeah. So it's like there a fifteen dollar car. <laughs> it had that, and then my next one was fuel injected. But I always wanted to add. Mopar actually made like a fuel injection kit for it that essentially okay. just took the yeah. multi-port like manifold and all of the stuff from the four liter and yep. fit it to the four point two, so ECU okay. and everything. So and then some people were doing the it themselves and just taking the whole head from the four yeah. liter and putting it on. So that's basically the same block casting. You can bolt that head onto it. Yep. Okay. So interesting. Yeah, I think it was just destroked though when you went from the four liter to the four point two. Yeah. Or some, sorry, some, when you went from uh, the four two to the four zero, they destroked it. Some off roaders actually like autos better because uh, you don't have to. You know, if you're rock climbing, um, you know, or even mild rock climbing, you don't have to worry about clut. You can just apply yeah. steady throttle. So I used to be real so. big into like Jeep culture and like wheeling and stuff and. I just yeah. got rid of probably like four or five years worth of JP magazine, which is just Jeeps. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. what I used to read. Like, you know, I, it's for, I was sport compact car before I ever really started driving. And then my yeah. first car was a Jeep. So I started doing the Jeep stuff while still doing like sport compact stuff on the side. But knowing that, like, I would probably kill myself, not be able to afford insurance, et cetera, et cetera, if I had yeah. a sport compact. So yeah, if, if you had something moderately yeah. fast. So literally I had I had an 88 Wrangler as my first car and then I had a 94 Wrangler as my second car and then I had a 97 Grand Cherokee as my third car and then I got um my S2000. Okay. So I was like Jeep Jeep I, Jeep, I love Jeep the- S2000. I love those boxy Cherokees. Like the the Grand Cherokee's okay, but I love the old school boxy Cherokees. Oh yeah, the, Cherokees. The, that's the XJ chassis. I'm gonna yeah, got to so school you on some Jeep knowledge since you have all the Honda yeah. knowledge. I freaking love those. <laughs> so the best one though is the MJ, which is the old Comanche pickup truck based on the Cherokee. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I would love yeah, one of those. There, there's a guy local here that still drives one. It's got rust holes the size of your face. It's, uh, <laughs> it's rad. I, I love that thing. So He's, there's uh, he, he goes around and picks up scrap out of dumpsters. Yeah. See if I wasn't riding motorcycles. California is like got a bunch of clean, cheap cars because nobody in California likes to drive old, cheap cars unless like they have to. Yeah. So there's like yeah. an abundance of older cars that are super cheap that are still in good shape. So yeah, I kind of perfectly rust free. Yeah. If I get back into cars or like any other car that I buy, I'm going to try and set a limit of like four and five grand max. Yeah. That's and pretty easy to do. Just rock that. Yeah. I mean, literally, my commute is literally 5.2 miles. Yeah. So it's super short. 
Yeah. It, uh, I'm jealous of that, man. I actually don't commute. I just walk to my parents' house. They have a big driveway. I park my yeah. truck and trailer there. But uh, I drive to and from job sites all day. And, uh, man, if I didn't have to drive every day, I'd have so much free time. Like, I'd yeah. drive half an hour to job sites regularly, yeah. 45 minutes an hour. This has been the first I, time that I've buddy, had a commute. And I, I really <laughs> wanted a short commute because I know how traffic in L.A. is. And you got it. That's sweet. Yeah. I, I did a door for our buddy Dill, uh, who tracks with us. He's an instructor, and uh, uh, it took me two and a half hours to get back from his house, and he's only th- th- oh, twenty God. miles away. <laughs> I think he's twenty-eight miles away. Oh, that's ridiculous! It's terrible. Chicago blows. Oh man, it seems like all the cities blow though. Atlanta's terrible. Chicago's terrible. LA's terrible. Everywhere you go has terrible traffic. Yep. So yeah. that's that's uh, yeah. So whatever city, I'll probably be in New York next. And then Washington, yeah, D.C. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, cool, man. Um, We're running on well, about uh, about 58 minutes right now. Or I guess yeah, 50, right 55 now. minutes. But, yeah, I mean, what do, what do we have coming up? I think we're we're going to try and do a show with the guys from 10 Tents, right? Yeah, I've been talking to them. They're trying to figure out how they want to – how we got to talk uh, to each other and record each, record ourselves and then merge it. Because I right mean, now they're set up to, they're set up to like Skype and record the Skype, and I don't want to do that because that quality blows. Yeah, but uh, so maybe maybe we need to get technical Austin talking to. Uh, to or yeah, we can Skype wearing headphones. We can record our side, just like we're doing yeah. now, and then they can record their That's side. That's what I told them. Yeah, yeah. and that, then that just was, merge that it. That was my idea. Yeah, that would be that would be best. So, all right, man. Well, the next time I'll see you is Grid Life Atlanta. Yeah, so, just uh, we'll, a couple uh, weeks away, man. Yeah, but we'll probably talk uh, next week sometime with those dudes. And maybe uh, I'm, I'm going to try to do two shows this weekend. I'm going to be sharing a garage with Lee Grimes from Coney. Oh, nice. Might do, might do a show with him. Might, uh, you know, it depends on how, how, we're, how we're doing. If we're fixing our, our cars and everything, we won't. But, cool. Yeah, um, I, the, I was talking yeah. to Emilio um, Cervantes, too, from 949 Racing. Yeah. Um, he wants to come on eventually and talk about their Super Miata program that they're running out here. So yeah, that sounds like such an awesome series. Yeah, so it's uh, cool. it's really cool. Like I don't know if I ever got back into wheel to wheel stuff. I think that'd be one that would be super easy to get into. That, yeah, that sounds like perfect wheel to wheel right now. They've got. Yeah. it seems like they've got a really good group. So. Yeah. So I'm jealous. I wish it was here. Maybe I'd buy a Miata. <laughs> you can just start well, it, buddy. man. Well, uh, I hope you enjoy your uh, beachside living. Yeah, it's not so bad. I think we're going to go walk down. Uh, sunset's right about now. so. Awesome. Well, enjoy it, man. We'll, All uh, right. We'll talk soon, man. All right. Sounds good. Have a good night, everybody. See you, See you buddy.